Hello there and welcome to this session of the Short Stay Virtual Summit where I welcome Damien Sheridan. Now Damien joins me from the Book Direct Network which is the online community and networking platform and he has a lot of other cool things going on as well. Damien, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you, Elaine. I'm great. I'm um, here Good. in sunny Spain today. I, I won't ask about the weather back there. Well, we may have already discussed that, but uh, yeah, it's uh, life is life is generally good. Excellent stuff. Thanks very much for being here. I'm really keen to share a lot of your knowledge because as the the conversation evolves, people will start to understand you, your background and your specialist area, which of course is SEO, which we will get into a little bit more for people who are quite new. But tell us about you and your background. How did the Book Direct Network come about? And, and how did you start to specialize with, with SEO? Sure. Um, I'll kind of go back probably ooh, best part of 20 years. Uh, I first bought property off plan in the south of Spain, just up the road from where I am currently. And um, like, like all of us who get involved in this industry, well, many of us, I, you know, I needed to, to pay the mortgage thought how can we do that bring in some guests and those were very different times there was no airbnb in those days just to list a property on and set and forget and watch the bookings come in so you had to be a lot more creative then and, yeah. uh, and really it was almost like a direct booking business at that point so yeah. um so i kind of just learned a few tricks of of how to get more and more guests in and um learned how to well i say learned i i created my first website which was was truly appalling <laughs> And uh, kept on breaking, and uh, it was you know the again days prior to um, to builders or WordPress or anything, so it was a lot more difficult in those days. Um, but that kind of when I became more successful at uh, renting out my property, I was getting you know the best part of fifty weeks a year uh, occupied and at good amazing, rate. yeah. I thought, um, hey, there's something in this, and you know people in my area and in my block were saying, how are you getting all these bookings? You know, what are you doing? Uh, you know, you've got the exact same property as us, yeah. uh, which made me think, you know, maybe I've learned a little bit about this industry. Maybe I should kind of do something. Um, and at the same time, I was working in business travel in London and really beginning to hate the rat race. And I was getting a bit burned out. So I thought, well, let's let's just go for it. Let's just try something a little bit different. So um, I set up a website called needmorerentals.com, uh, which we probably met each other through many yeah, years. Yeah, I think, I think that's quite possibly how that occurred, yeah. Yeah, and um, really the idea was it was an information portal and marketing um, kind of strategy portal for owners and managers just to learn from. And I would just put my ideas on there and ways that I could help um, owners just, and managers just to just to kind of change their strat their ways of looking on strategies and how to get more bookings. So um, really with when, over the years with that particular site, I, I wanted to obviously learn how to get those those strategies and those pages ranking higher in Google. Yeah. So SEO uh, was a very different ball game then. And, uh, and this was yeah about eight, nine years or so ago. Um, I, I just learned self-taught, like most SEOs, how to, you know, how this whole game works. And, um, you know, little by little, um, I, I became more, more kind of, um, my, my, the position of the site grew and grew and uh, rankings, as they still are today on most of the pages, were between, you know, position one and five, even position zero, which is a featured position, which we might might talk about. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I yeah, I just I just learned how how the system works. Now it changes all the time, as we know. Yeah. Uh, with Google updates and algorithms, but uh, yeah, so that kind of led me to start working with property managers in our industry uh, and companies. Some who've got uh, like ten properties, others who've got over a hundred. So varying sizes, but you know, we all need that that level of visibility now in this in this day and age. And um, then that in turn led me to founding the Book Direct Show, which is an event specifically for property managers in in our industry to learn how to push direct bookings in various strategies and ways, such as SEO, such as social media, email marketing, many, many ways. And that in turn led me to finding the, uh, the Book Direct Network earlier on this year. So we've got several hundred members on there uh, being the same premise, uh, being uh, contributors like your good self, coming on and sharing their videos and articles and, and really those actionable ways that we can get more direct bookings um including yeah. SEO and including many 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 other ways yeah and I think something that we haven't said is what SEO stands for for anybody that's brand brand new and just let us know it's search engine optimization excellent and stuff what that is uh in in a really in layman's terms is just kind of stru structuring your website in a way to to please search engines and to make your website a, a form of authority and uh, and trustworthiness in uh, on uh, and to with a with a goal to feature high up in those search engine results pages got it that is great thank you and we touched on direct bookings how you really started with direct bookings because that was how things went but then of course things have now changed there's the otas the online travel agents listing sites and then there's the, the real shift back the other way towards learning how to get our own direct bookings. How important do you think it is for people to make sure they are bringing in their own direct bookings and not just being reliant on the, the listing sites? It's a really good question because, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, a bit, it's a hot topic at the moment, direct bookings. And especially, you know, we know how some of our OTA friends um, perhaps treated some of our, of, of our fellow hosts last year, um, and they are not necessarily in the good books of a lot of property managers. So direct bookings is, is all the rage at the moment, and uh, people looking at ways to, to drive revenue elsewhere and not have to rely on, on OTAs, online travel agents. Um, you know, it's, it's different for, for different businesses, and I think perhaps for some businesses that are, maybe just have one or two properties, maybe it's not a full-time business, maybe it's just you know, side hustle, whereby you're just, you know, paying off some of the mortgage or just earning, earning a few quid here and there. Um, then, you know, it may not be worth the, all the effort that is involved because it's not easy driving direct bookings. You know, there is going to be a certain level of effort and time invested in this. Yeah. Um, some of us don't have that time. Some of us have full-time jobs or part-time jobs or, you know, families. Yeah. So, it's all well and good saying, you know, oh, it, it, we have to chase the direct bookings, but there, there is a time investment there and we have to think, you know, is it for us? Um, and in all honesty, if you have just one property and you've got a full-time job, I would probably say no, maybe the OTAs are probably the, the right strategies, listing on those, those sites and, uh, and doing well uh, with those sites. I think that's probably the, the way forward. For larger businesses, though, I think any uh, property management company that's got five plus properties, I think it's absolutely essential. 
Um, and I think there are, there are, I mean, there's many, there's hundreds of ways of driving direct bookings. And, uh, you know, you and I both have, have spoken about them on, on numerous webinars. Um, and I think it's a case of just taking, taking of those strategies what you will and, um, you know, seeing what works for you. Because, you know, SEO, for example, what, we, what we're going to talk about is not easy and it's a very long-term game. Um, game. Uh, there's going to be no quick wins and it requires a lot of effort, a lot of education. Uh, the rewards are immense and yeah. can be fantastic for your organic ranking on search engines, but it's not for everyone. There are easier wins, you know, um, like a Google My Business profile, just working on that, or, you know, many other ways, you know, email marketing, working on your own database. There are, there are so many more easier, actionable ways to do this. Either way, though, it does involve work. Um, and, but nevertheless, when I see some property management companies of thousands of properties um, just relying on OTAs, it's just, in a way for me, it's just criminal uh, to not see them try to work on, on their own website, not even having a booking website where people can come on. And that does happen. So um, I think, you know, the onus is on us if, if it's a full-time business to, and as we're scaling up to really be working on our direct bookings and, and at least just, just push it on little by year, little, little by little each year, little milestones, you know, one extra percent per year of direct bookings. That's something to be celebrated. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's a really good point that there are so many ways to drive the bookings to really find what's going to work for you, what you can slot into your day, your week, your month, and just keep plugging away. I think that's great advice. Thank you for that. But let's use your experience today and dive into what SEO is and how we can really start to implement within our businesses for people who are ready to use this long-term strategy. And, and SEO really starts with keywords. So how would you, would you say that we would go about finding the right keywords? And should we be looking for one keyword or a key phrase in our articles, in our pages within our websites, or just stick to one per article, per page? What's, what's the best way to get started? It's a great question, excuse me. <clears throat> so keywords, for anyone, many people have heard of keywords and they're aware that these are things related to SEO. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they're, they're basically queries that people put into search engines like Google. So, you know, one plus words um, that people are trying to find an answer for uh, or some kind of solution for. So um, there are many, many ways of trying to find out what your, your prospective guests are looking for. Um, for me, one of the easiest and most actionable ways to do that is just to use Google itself, um, just to use the Google search box, to use the autocomplete, so the predictive um, text that comes up when you start to type in a, a, a keyword. Um, the, and even as you move down, there are things like related to at the bottom, um, um, Oh, so, so many little things on the page, um, questions related to, there, there are so many little um, extra tools that we kind of take for granted and we, we don't even look at at all. People also ask on the page, that uh, on any search results page is really useful. Um, there's also other tools like uh, Answer the Public, that, again, which, which we've spoken about before, Elaine. I, I think that's just the coolest tool. Though. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what I'd actually, for those who, who have used it, but just actually explore, use the, um, the educational webinars that they have to get the most out of it. And it's, for the most part, it's free, you know, for a certain number of queries per day, then you can upgrade or, or 
you know, using VPN if you want to get a few extra searches per day. Um, but it's a, it's a great tool. Um, there's Uber Suggest. There's, there's plenty of tools out there, which are, for the most part, free. So um, I would recommend those. Um, but yeah, it's not easy to, to do, but it's, it's really, it's, it's essential to, to work on keyword research, really to, to know what you're going to write about on your site. And we're probably going to talk about that. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to know, you know, you're not going in blind with any content, with any um, new marketing, content marketing that you're going to be doing on your site, because you could be writing hundreds of pages without having any idea that you're going down the right route, you're, whether you're trying to match the right, the right queries on a search engine and uh, getting the right type of traffic is really important. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's very important. In terms of the amount of keywords per page, it's not really limited. I don't think we should be limiting ourselves to one or two. There are more and more related keywords. Again, we spoke about this before, Elaine, like things like short-term rentals versus holiday rentals versus holiday lets. Um, search engines like Google are becoming much more sophisticated these days. They, they understand these are similar or the same things. So it's, um, yeah, I, th I think it's, it's very important still to do but perhaps, you know, not as important as it once was uh, because we can still match those keywords with other related words in our text and not necessarily have to repeat the same word, you know, a certain amount of times throughout our, our piece because that was the way before and it could be manipulated, but then you would get penalized. So it's, uh, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, so you're, you're not trying to trick anything here by stuffing keywords is a phrase that's been, been used before. You're not trying to trick any sort of system. What you're trying to do is work with it and feed it the information that it needs so that you can be found. So it's best to think of it as in partnership with, with Google and trying to, to talk to your guest at the end that you might want to come and stay with you. What is it they're looking for? What is it they come to your area for? And this is where you can start to understand what your keywords are going to be because you're, you're, you're ultimately talking to your end user. Yeah. It's just you're using Google to talk to them. Uh, stuffing keywords it was a thing in the past where you, you wouldn't, uh, you, you would rank, you could rank right at the top of the page of uh, position one in Google for stuffing a, a huge amount of the same keyword in amongst your text. I mean, the thing is, it's all well and good appearing at number one for a given phrase, but if someone actually comes onto that page and reads it, it's a terrible user experience. Yeah. Whilst you might rank, you know, in, in a really good organic position for a short while before you are eventually penalized for keyword stuffing, it makes no sense, reads very poorly for your end user, and you will not get any kind of conversion off that. So it's, you know, the, the, that's a secondary reason as to why it's just not worth keyword stuffing at all. Yeah, most definitely. That makes complete sense. So what's the best way to get those keywords? So we've found our keywords. We know who we're talking to. Say we are sharing a property that's in Brighton, for example. So a property in Brighton by the beach. Say we've found that we want to be talking to people about great beaches in Brighton. So we might want to put that into an article, for example. So what sort of article are we going to be writing here is it is it best to do a short and a lot of articles or is it best to just spend the time to write something really really useful to the end user somebody who can something that people can actually use to literally find the best beach in Brighton something useful and then you're able to talk about your property the experience they can have whilst they're there and, and it can be a really useful piece of information or is it best to just split it down what what do you think you know, I don't think there's any right answer to that question. 
<coughs> I think, you know, we all know that pieces like Things to Do in Brighton, for example, um, are, are very well searched for, uh, for really from nearly all locations. When a, when a customer traveler comes to a, a place for the first time, they don't know the area. So they want to know what are the things to do. At the same time, they're also going to want to check out, yeah, for example, in Brighton, where are the best beaches? Where are the best bars, the best restaurants? The, the best such and such are just unbelievably searched uh, throughout Google. It's not as easy to rank for them uh, though anymore using the best. A few years ago, it was a lot easier to. Um, but I would say, for example, something like restaurants um, or beaches, I, I think they are worth pages of their own. Um, even though there's going to be less search volume for a phrase like that than there is like things to do in Brighton, um, the level of intent and um, is, is much greater and people actually are, are want to find out something much more. That said, uh, it's also worth remembering that whilst you may rank well for a phrase like, you know, best beaches in Brighton and getting people to our site, what is the, what is the end goal? Yes. You know, who, is it, who is it that's actually searching for that phrase? Um, in, the, in this instance, yeah, I think it's it's worthwhile because it is going to be someone who's probably not a local and who is coming to the town for the first time. But um, just bear that in mind. Who Who is that, that? What's the demographic? Who's actually going to be searching for that phrase? Is it worthwhile trying to put in the time and effort to actually, to, to actually rank for a phrase like that? Because uh, sometimes you can get the wrong kind of traffic to your website and your bounce rate, which is essentially when people hop onto your site, see something, they feel like, okay, that's great, I've got my answer, and then they jump back off. Has it been worth all the while? You know, potentially not. Yeah. That, that said, um, and again, we've spoken about this before, Lane, I, um, travel for me is, is a really good way to, to, um, to rank high for a given phrase that a lot of travelers use. So, you know, how to get from Gatwick Airport to, to Brighton, for example. And there, there are so many ways to, to do, to, to, to write about this. And that particular phrase is, is going to be pretty hard to write for, mind you, because there's a huge amount of, uh, of search uh, for that. But there are, there are ways around that. Um, so I just put yourself in the minds of your guest and actually use all of the questions your guests have asked you in the past, because that's one of the easiest ways to start off with for, uh, for any content. We've all been asked the same questions again and again and again. There are probably things that we put in our guidebooks as well, just yeah. to, um, to try and eliminate those questions, but use that content, use those questions and answers, fill them out, make sure you're, you're delivering the best kind of content and, and answer to that question. And, um, and, you know, and use, have a look at those other websites that are ranking for a particular question, see how they're answering it, can you better it? Can you use some images, for example, that really help your end user kind of um, uh, get the right answer that, that they deserve and that Google will want to deliver? Got it. Awesome. Thank you. So someone is now deciding they found their keywords. They know what they want to, to start ranking for. They've done the research. They've checked out the questions that you've been asked and you know where you're starting. You're wanting to write a longer length article. Is there any tips that you can give people to make this process a little bit easier? Because staring at that, that blank page, knowing you've got to write, what, 2,000 words for a, for a longer form content article. And yeah, that's quite scary when you're not used to doing it all the time. So how can they really get started? What's a great way? Just take the fear out. <laughs> 
I think, uh, well, I've spoken just a moment ago about the, the questions that you are asked generally from your guests. I mean, that's something that you, sh you should probably know at this stage, the answers to those questions. That's a really nice starting point because you, you're not going in blind. You're not having to do uh, a lot of research to start off with. Again, research is so important. You know, spending as much time or if not even more time on your research than actually writing your content is really important. You know, knowing what are the best beaches, for example, do you know what all of the beaches are in Brighton, all of their names? You know, where, where for example, are dogs permitted during the summer that they may not be permitted, you know, at, at other times of year or vice versa. Um, I think just making sure you have all of the information and facts there is, is hugely important. But, you know, also do something that interests you, you know, and that, that can kind of, uh, that can keep you sucked in uh, before, before you actually complete it. Because sometimes you can start, and, you know, I take this from, from my own experience, you can start a piece and you have all great intentions of writing a couple of thousand words and you can drift off and you can get very distracted. So, yeah, make it something that's interesting to both your, your guest and your visit, website visitor, but also to yourself. Um, one thing I, I think we all perhaps lose sight of as well is that we are probably experts in our own area. At least I think we should be. Um, maybe if we don't live in a particular area, maybe not. But assuming we are, I think use that expertise, you know, and, and go to your area, have a walk around. Just think, you know, what, what is it that people may want to, to know about and learn about? And, um, you know, Go into your, your local restaurants, for example, your favorite ones, and uh, say, you know, what is it you, that you, can we share something about your, your particular business or premise? And that's a really good way to get links, which I might touch on again later on. Yeah, yeah definitely. Keep, and use your own experience, I think, is, is really important. Yeah. And potentially, sorry, the last thing I'd say Go is for it. <laughs> if it's a little bit too daunting, you can, you can always delegate the work too. There are amazing content writers out there. Uh, that can help you for this and they are worth their weight in gold so uh, do consider them too yeah that's a very very good point yeah very very good point you do get started and think maybe this isn't for me after all <laughs> but oh. of course it still needs to be done mm. no there you go I mean it's not it's not for everybody absolutely but it is important so how often would you say an article of, of this quality needs to be put onto your website, whether it's you that takes on the task, whether you outsource, how many times, say per month, per quarter, should we be getting this type of quality content onto our websites? Yeah, well, in times gone past, we probably would have advised people to get as much content onto their site as possible, you know, more content, more fresh content, that's the way forward. But, but really, in this day and age, it's not, it's more about um, just publishing just great content. And if, for example, it's just you or a couple or a small team in your business, you've only got so many resources that you can put towards this. And uh, I know a lot of people will, will be thinking, my goodness, we, we, you know, maybe once per month or something like that. That's fine. Do what you can. Uh, or, as I said, delegate it if you have, uh, you know, a, a budget to put towards this. But um, just keep within your own realistic capacity and, and resources to do this. Um, I, my own suggestion would be if you can do one per month, hey, that's 12 extra pages per year that you can add to your site, but make it quality. You know, try to deliver a long form uh, content piece, which is a thousand words plus and, and answer your question or questions within that page well. 
and uh, and do a bit of you know comparison against some of the other results that are coming up in the top positions. But um, in time, like with any website, the the more quality content you deliver and publish on your site, the more search engines like Google will will recognize it and we'll see, yeah, this is a source of, of expertise, of, of authority, and uh, we need to start pushing this a little bit higher. So yeah, that's the way forward. The more you can deliver, the better it is for your overall SEO. But um, yeah, just, I think it's it's better to to think realistically on these things and on what you can deliver. So find, find your, make your decision on how often you're going to publish and just keep that consistency so consistency over just trying to do as much as humanly possible got it okay so is there anything else that listeners can add to their long-form content article that would really ensure that it has the absolute best chance of being seen and, and showing up in searches any final words Oh, there are so many things. Um, uh, oh, I mean, there's, there's little things you can do on a page. For example, um, you can add descriptions to your images. So uh, that can help search engines understand what those images are about. Um, whereas a static image on its own um, does, doesn't necessarily do that. Um, there are things like link building, which, which I touched upon earlier on, whereby if you can get an, another external website to link to your site, which is quite hard. It sounds easy, but it's not easy at all. The more of those links that you can get, the more a search engine like Google considers it as a vote of confidence and will start to rank your website high. So this is one of the things that it's worth working with your local partners on. Is it, can you reach out to them and say, hey, we've written a piece about your restaurant you know, for, our, for our guests. Would you be willing to link back to the site? You know, we, we've given it a score or a review or something like this. Massage the regos a little bit, uh, create some local interviews. Um, that local, those local links can be really, really great for for your uh, for your local SEO. So that's something that really helps. Um, structured data really helps, but that's that's another webinar in itself. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there are. I mean, there's there's you know there's hundreds of algorithmic factors that help with your overall SEO. Um, things like page loading speed as well making sure your uh, your images load quickly and they are not you know too big which is a common fault of, uh, of a lot of new content that, that's um, added to websites um what else the the user experience is going to be more and more important as well at the moment so not many too uh, not many pop-ups on there making sure that it's an easy experience uh, from start to finish for your user and you know, let's not forget too that your end goal is to try to get someone to book with you, or at least to make an inquiry. So you want, you know, you, you was you want them to read your content. That uh, they probably won't read it. Might I add, they're going to skim it at best. Um, but have your call to actions on that page as well. Make sure you you have that end goal in mind all the time. Do you know what do we want them to do? Great stuff. Thank you for that. I think you've given us a really solid overview of ways to, to truly get going with this without it being massively overwhelming. And yeah, great tips at the end there. Thank you. So what would you say, well, really your final words of advice for anyone getting started with direct bookings, how would you suggest they start? Is it all SEO or would you suggest getting a few other things in place all at the same time? Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. I know I'd say SEO is one of the final things. Well, not final things, but much further down the line. Um, I think there are many more actionable things they should be starting off with. Obviously, in terms of SEO, there is an assumption that you have your website. 
a lot of companies may not have a website in place. That's the starting point to deliver a good quality website that has, you know, that that appeals to your your end user. Um, uh, the SEO process is a part is is all about the visibility and gaining or, organic traffic to that site, and that that is a, a long term gain, as as we mentioned yes. before. Um, you can obviously you can push traffic towards your website with pay per click campaigns and, and and other ways and social media, for example. Social media, a great way to to get in front of uh, of of people uh, quickly and and to engage with them. Um, but look, the thing is with direct bookings, they're obviously it's it's another way of 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 um, getting rev generating revenue away from OTAs. But the reason we use OTAs is because we get instant eyeballs on our properties. You know, with millions of people potentially looking at our at our sites. So, you know, that that's not to be ignored. We can't look at we can't think that's you know we need to move away from that. Not at all. That's that's a vital part of our business. Absolutely. The, Direct booking side of it is just, you know, one of the, the things that we can do, for example, is work on those bookings that we receive from OTAs and, you know, make sure you harness that guest. And if they are coming back to your area, make sure that your brand, you, your name, the relationship that you've built with your with your client, make sure that they they draw upon that the next time they're considering coming to you to your property. Um, one of the things I always say is, when did they book? Keep a count of when they booked. Uh, that time last year because it could well be that that's the kind of time of year they're going to book again next year you know we all know you know just just after christmas and into january a great time to be looking at as uh, email marketing so building up on our database which is a really actionable way of of yes of um kind of communicating with our with our previous guests now uh, building up that database making sure we get the email addresses of not just our lead booker but of all of the guests that stay at our properties um, and there's various ways to do that. But just, yeah, making sure our, our communication line is totally open and we're doing all we can to, to own that guest relationship in a way that, that OTAs just cannot do. Because yes, they might deliver the booking. Yes, they might send emails, newsletters to, to those uh, travelers repeatedly. Um, but as long as we can make sure that guest remembers us, I think that that's a really not necessarily easy, but it's a it's a really good starting point, and I think it's something we should all look at, um, especially in this day and age when automation is you know is so important. I think a lot of us forget the level of hospitality that we perhaps had what you know five, three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Let's remember that. Let's you know let's call our guests. You know we don't use nobody uses the telephone anymore. Uh, make sure we we speak to our guests. Make sure we we just keep the relationship open and build that rapport and don't just think of your guest as a, as a transaction because uh, they're far more than that. And the more you do this, you know, your guest could well be coming back to you year upon year, even more regularly. So harness that, that relationship. Great advice to end on. Cause as you say, you know, the, the rush is to get everything automated. We all want to save time. I absolutely love automation, but yes, let's not forget why we're here. And that's to provide an amazing service and a, a memorable experience for, for each person that comes to stay. And it is a person, isn't it? It's not just the, the number that came through or the, the booking that arrived. It's a person behind that. So yes, amazing way to end. Thank you, Damien, for coming to spend some time with me today sharing your expertise on seo and all things direct booking how can people get in touch and get to know a little bit more about you and connect moving forwards 
Thank you, Elaine. Thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, probably the easiest way is through, uh, by email, damien at bookdirect.show. Uh, that's our, our annual show just dedicated to direct booking strategies. Um, I'm on Twitter, Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, Sheridan9, or I'm on LinkedIn. I'm all over LinkedIn. So, uh, yeah, any of those. Uh, yeah, please do connect. Great stuff. Thank you. Have an amazing day and I will see you hopefully in the not too distant future. Take care. Bye for now. Bye.